It's the 16th of June 2020 and we're connecting three key pieces of uh, announcements uh, from different parts of the world, um, starting with BP. Uh, BP's reduced its long-term oil price from $75 a barrel uh, 2020 uh, to $55 a barrel, which means that it will be taking an impairment charge of roughly 17 and up to $17.5 billion dollars now this also has implications they have raised their carbon tax for investments that they internally uh, take to hundred dollars a ton from previously uh, forty dollars a ton from 2030 onwards and all of this means that some of bp's exploration assets no longer see the light of day so a lot of the um, oil uh, stays within the ground rather than come off it's a new strategy uh, it's a new management the company has, and it's sort of in aligning with what uh, some activist shareholders, uh, especially with ESG investing, has um, has been saying for a while. So now we've got that announcement from London. Um, simultaneously, we also had another announcement from California. CalPERS, the pension fund, is taking a lot more leverage uh, to help meet uh, their growth targets. So they'll take leverage up to 20%. It means that they might allocate some of their funds to private equity. Now, how, how are these two pieces of information uh, connected, uh, the BP one and CalPERS? Well, BP's doing all of this primarily because of pressure, uh, because they are a publicly listed company. A, a lot of pressure coming from uh, shareholders, uh, whether it be pension funds, um, who have to publicly ask these companies to do a lot more on carbon. So that's part of the reason why BP's gone with the net zero uh, carbon commitment by 2050. Several other oil and gas producers are doing the same and a lot of investment pressure being built. Now, if companies such as CalPERS start taking money uh, into more private centers, so if it goes into private equity, for instance, that means that ordinary pension fund, um, or rather the, the, the pensioners basically, or the people who contribute to pension funds, they don't have the same level of transparency when it comes to their investments, because with private equity, you don't get that type of, uh, of transparency. And what that could potentially mean moving forward is BP's decision means that long-term oil prices actually could rise if every other company is not going to be doing uh, investments and hurdle rates for doing those investments, given ESG concerns, uh, go up to 15, if not 20%. What it means is that private capital will start being heavily involved in the oil and gas business. And the public space, because ESG uh, is such a strong thing, and ESG environmental social concerns uh, with regards to carbon, such a strong uh, concern, public companies will uh, not have uh, the same backing as it did uh, years ago, we'll start to see this big shift taking place. And investors that sort of pool money into these private uh, vehicles, um, investment uh, will be making the big returns at the trade-off that it's moral uh, taxed, um, 20 or 25% rate of return that you'd be making. Now, if companies like CalPERS, pension funds, start diverting some of their funds, uh, taking the name of, you know, we need better returns because the Fed's been, um, you know, reducing ra rates that they could typically have earned with, with bonds and they ha have to have a hurdle rate of 7%. Um, these are some of the avenues where the funds would eventually go to. So it's quite interesting. Uh, today's uh, 
chart of the day also includes quite a few um, graphics in terms of how uh, U.S. financial institutions are decreasing their asset-based lending to shale producers. Once again, around the same theme. So banks will reduce, but we'll have private capital, private equity fill in the gaps. Uh, very interesting trend and something to watch out for.